0: You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more.
1: 11 of the Collective Podcast with Jess Biondo, Tia McNally, and
2: Michaela Hooper.
1: On um, this week's episode, we have Katie Dixon, who is a phenomenal woman who inspires many through her um, fitness studios. She has two in the Charlotte area, and she'll share more about those in the interview. Um, but we had a really fun time talking to her today. We we
3: sure did. Um, I love the way that Katie is so willing to kind of process live, um, whatever it is that she's thinking about and learning, she's sharing on her Instagram story. Um, she's talking to us about in classes, um, the three of us, um, some of us more regularly than others will attend classes at block and at Katie fit. It just kind of depends on where we are in the Charlotte area at the time. Um, but what I love is that even if you're not in the Charlotte area you can still tap into um, the the content that katie has to offer which is so uh much of what she does have to offer because Mm -hmm. you can go work out anywhere but you can't get what she's having downloaded to her through the holy spirit and through her constant research and learning process um anywhere but from her she's got a voice yeah and we love listening to it so here's katie Mm -hmm.
2: Welcome, everyone. We have Katie Dixon here. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We're
3: glad you're here. Yeah, we're super glad you're here. Katie, we have known each other for a long time. In fact, we went to high school together, but we didn't even know each other back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we kind of met officially when? Like 2012, maybe? Yeah. 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 About then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then maybe how tell the story of how we met. OK. So, um,
4: I own a fitness studio in Cornelius and I, I actually, I am from Charlotte. I, I grew up, um, born and raised here, which doesn't happen very much. Yeah. Um, we're that people like stay here. two of the few, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unicorns. Yeah. And, um, and I always, uh, I danced growing up. I loved dancing. It was big passion and it actually was something that I don't even remember, um, like learning that Mm -hmm. um and my parents didn't do it. I wasn't necessarily taught it. I just I would hear music and I would start doing it. And then my mom, um, I just remember one day her saying, We're gonna put you in dance lessons. And I was like, oh really I can do that? That's that's great. But I was a little bit older than (laughs) most when they start. Um but I had great passion for it. But because I was starting later, I wasn't necessarily like technically great at dance. And so that was always something that was a big challenge for me. Um but I always knew that I wanted to pursue that and um i even went to school we actually went to appalachian as well Mm -hmm. didn't know each other then either and um and studied um business so that i could own a dance studio later get out of of school and um just let fear of of not being adequate at technique and dance kind of get in the way and ended up in hr behind a desk um which was it was nice actually i love hr it taught me you know like like everything happens for a reason it taught me so many things about business um one day, I finally just said, "You know, like what? What's the worst that could happen? You know, like like if I actually did open something because I had started teaching adult fitness classes and I realized that technique didn't didn't matter, and um, and risked um, a lot." My wonderful husband just let me. Um, Go with that, and we actually moved into a trailer for a year as I gave up my salary. Nice.
3: I forgot about that. Yeah, we lived <laughs> we
4: lived in a single wide trailer um, while I gave up my salary to, to start this mm-hmm. this business, which kind of started really as just a women's fitness dance studio, which that's a fraction of kind of what it is now. But yeah, it's so mm-hmm. much different now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and that that I thought necessarily, you know, like dance was really my calling, but everything that I've learned from the opening of the space, um, and, and business is, is how much more, I guess my heart is it in the actual coaching and the mm-hmm. actual, um, like self-development of really all of it. And that, that was just a tool for me, um, to, to do that with people and, over the past eight years there's been a lot that I've learned along the way which is a lot of, of what I feel is is my true purpose mm-hmm. and um, and one of those things was was when we met um, yeah. that you came in um, so so the studio that I have is also an event space and so there's a lot of, of great spaces in an old mill so um, just a beautiful place for a, a marketplace for for Kenyan stuff so yeah you came in one day,
3: and I think I remember you saying that you you had just started renting the adjacent space. So there's like a door between two two separate spaces, and you were racking your brain trying to think of like how you could draw people into that and start using that space in right. a new way. Yep. And then, in I walked literally sitting by myself mm-hmm. in the studio, and you walked in. Yeah. Yeah. And so we held a fundraiser for the Kilgoris Project, which is the organization that I worked for for many years in Kenya. And we even traveled to Kenya together. Jess mm-hmm. was with us on that trip as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got baptized on that
4: trip. Oh my goodness! It, wow. We got baptized with um, with cows in a river. It
3: was wild. <laughs> yeah, there were little things biting my ankles. It was very, oh, very weird. I didn't weird. feel that. would, yeah, yeah. You the, looked calm. You on, like, well, the you know, yeah. be cool, man. Be cool. She's being baptized. I'm just know? in a muddy <laughs> river in Kenya. No, no big deal. I'm gonna put my head under water. <laughs> cholera and we we actually passed a
4: leopard's den to get to That's that right. river which is so we were in we were in a van which you are a lot of your time spent in Kenya is yeah. traveling in a van and um and we had been talking about it and just on a whim I think all of us um a lot of us chose to do that we mm-hmm. decided that we would love to be baptized in, in such a beautiful country with um people who are super super important it was mm-hmm. just a big like
3: it was just um, you, me and Mike that actually life. went through with it though. You were really? super
4: brave. Oh. Yeah. Well, we and so you you know, you said to um David, our leader, you know, find us a place. And mm-hmm. and we had to truck it through um literally the middle of nowhere with people who, you know, had never seen Americans ever, Westerners yeah. ever, yeah. who were looking at us and and like shock and awe of yeah of who are these, you know, people, but it was, it was a beautiful thing. It was. They were actually very like welcoming. It wasn't a fear.
3: Yeah. It was just an
4: awe of each other. And then we walked through a lot of, of land and, and past the leopard. I forgot about the leopards And into
3: the river. Because David pointed it out to me and was like, don't tell anybody, but this is what that is. And I was like, everybody, look at this. <laughs> it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Anyway. So yeah, so we we went to church together. I think that's how I knew who you were, but we again we didn't really have a relationship. And the relationship formed around that work in Kenya, which you said you were mentioning um you discovered was part of your your purpose. Talk to us a little bit about your purpose and your passion. Um so in, in the beginning of, of opening this, this
4: studio that I said was kind of, was really just dance fitness for women. It took a long time to get over that stigma because we've developed a lot from them. But, but what I, I recognized is, uh, is there was a fear, not of dancing because I can, I can dance in front of a, a lot of people, but in the things that, are, that I also had to do with it, whether it was um, public speaking, which you're pretty much doing when you're coaching a big group of people, or even one-on-one conversations with people that I didn't know um, that are necessary uh, for business. So just finding that I had to to face those things and realizing that the best way to do that was to kind of share my story with people. So mm-hmm. people were coming in and they were connecting with the story of what I was saying. About, I gave up my my job like I, i've I've risked this to to do this. and it inspired people. And then things like that, when you share your story, people connect to that and find, um, that there's things in their, in their life of ways that they can make it applicable to whatever they're, they're taking on, and so a lot of the people who started coming um, did that because they felt this greater change beyond the physical. So in the things that I was saying, which is funny because if I I, I like to give speeches at the end of class, which we <laughs> which love, you ladies love know. It, yes. So like I when I first did this, I, I truly had a fear of public speaking for um, you know until this point and I made everyone close their eyes like like it was on purpose but really it was just because I was totally scared and I would at the end of class I'd make everyone close their eyes and then I would um say just whatever was on my heart in that moment that I feel like was applicable to what we did and then also like how they could apply it to beyond the four walls of the studio and when I would speak I would do it really slow and because I can I can I could write and motivate that way I always felt super comfortable writing and um but the problem with speaking is I always felt like I didn't have my thoughts quick enough. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would say a sentence and then do like a dramatic pause as if it's like <laughs> on purpose. But really I was just collecting what I was trying to say, collecting. And, um, and then just the more you do it and the more you do it, it just became easier. And, um, it became something that I actually found that I, that I was particularly good mm-hmm. at was something that I always told myself that, um, I labeled myself as like
3: being bad mm-hmm. at That reminds me of, do you remember the first time you tried using Instagram Story?
0: (laughs) I walked in on you in the studio. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And you were terrified to do it. It And now that is- different on camera, too, than it is when- It is. Yeah. But that was such, that is now such a huge part of what you do to serve your audience Mm -hmm. and the people who follow you and- that's such a huge platform for you to empower people. If mm-hmm. you don't follow Katie on Instagram, you should do that do right now. K-A-D-I-K-A-T-I-E Yeah, thanks, is thanks. Katie's handle. You should definitely, definitely get on board with that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I try to, uh, like I said, take
4: these things that, that you find in fitness, um, cause we've also developed the program. So if you don't know, there's, um, there's primal, which is, animalistic or or like human movement the way that we were born to to move because we lose that a lot throughout life and there's there's yoga and other things there um so what are these things that come up for you in in fitness and working out that um that you can make applicable to everything that you do in life and and it's developed over the course of of all of these you know the eight years now and 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 now I've actually like just felt enlightened just in the past um, like week of oh, wow. exactly how that looks as like a package, mm-hmm. you know, instead of having all of these like great thoughts of like here and there, like feeling like things are so sporadic, but really what that looks like as, as a final, like applicable model I love in it. business. Um, I cannot is, wait for you to get that I out to, of your brain. Yeah. That's going to be good. Really oh, yeah. Good. Hopefully in a book or yeah. Oh, okay. or whatnot. Mm-hmm.
2: How do you, how do you like, stay motivated in your purpose and your passion? Like how do you specifically continue
4: Mm, listening to podcasts just like this? one. (laughs) Um, No, truly. Um, like one, one of my mentors had told me from the very beginning of of opening, just, you, you know, you need to constantly be refining and, and, and be a student of life and educating Mm -hmm. yourself and, and reading books. And, um, and it, I wasn't as good at it in the beginning. You know, we all like it takes time, and and the more the more you do it, the more that you recognize. Okay, that time that I'm taking is an investment in mm-hmm. me, and it's actually changing and shifting the rest of my life. So right. if I um, if I take the time where I would normally be in a car, or I'm washing the dishes, or I wake up early to to read something or to listen to something, then I'm going to notice a major shift in what I'm doing. And, um, and my life is going to change. And then how, how am I applying those things to me? And and a lot of it also is like, there's things that I don't, again, don't excel in like finance, accounting, you know, that's, that's not my strong suit. So how can I listen to, to podcasts about those things that are, that are going to help me? and strengthen me as a business or maybe like if it's a person, it's as an yeah. individual. What are mm-hmm.
3: your like top three favorite po- podcasts right now?
4: Donald Miller. Yay. Yes. We love um, StoryBrand podcast. I could listen to StoryBrand mm-hmm. every yes. day. The stuff that that he always um, provides is just so valuable mm-hmm. and applicable to life. Super practical. To life. Yeah. Um, I mean, mostly for business for sure. Like he's definitely um, gearing what he says toward business. Um, I really like... I really like Rachel Hollis right now, oh, yeah. and just like everybody else, you know. Yeah. And, and and Tia, like both of those people are people that Tia told me about, and she's like Rachel Hollis, and like she says all she's the things that she say in class. <laughs> and then I started listening. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And then and then there's more to learn from it. Like I I um I think it's very admirable how she like you can actually see where where you know when you get that big there's going to be people who who have bad comments during your live sessions and and how you handle that and you can see just how much strength mm-hmm. and and dignity that she has in it because if if um if you believe so wholeheartedly in what you're doing and your message then you have that that confidence to say like there can be, there can be haters and that's more about them than it is
3: about me. Totally. So, you're not that's going to really be everyone's cool. cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Like you're just not. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that I've really been kind of coming to terms with is the fact that like, yes, God gives each of us a message and an audience and we don't have to reach everyone with our no. message. Right. That's why he's given all of us a voice is because there are certain people that are going to be drawn to what you're saying in the way that only you can say it. Mm-hmm. And so keep talking, Katie, because people are coming and they're listening, and what you're saying is empowering and inspiring, and it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. And not just to women, to be clear. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you said your studio started as, you know, fitness for women, but I'd say most classes are getting to mm-hmm. be like half and half the class, the primary mm-hmm. classes that I go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah it's just a phenomenal time. Yeah, so my husband Mike has um
4: has built that primal program over the course of of several years and he like you can tell that he's also super passionate about it where I mean the, the years leading up to that I'm like I, I love fitness fitness is great and and he always had he was one of those like all or nothing. He would get into something and then he didn't have that motivation of how do I create something that, that is going to, um, be sustainable, that I'm going to be motivated by every single day and, and leading people, um, and constantly, he constantly educates himself, listening to, um, to all different philosophies and, and, you know, how our body was, was built and how it works. And he loves all of the the functional movement functional Mm -hmm. patterns and, and taking all of that, piecing it together and creating, um, his own, kind of work of art which is mm. which is the primal philosophy that we have in class.
3: Yeah.
2: I I love watching Mike and Katie in the classes when they're do, when they're doing them together because you can tell that um they're able to laugh with and at each other and um <laughs> you know it's just it's fun to watch you guys in that element mm-hmm. um and you can you can really see like the pieces that you bring, the strength that you bring and that he brings and when you're doing that together the par- partnership is so evident mm-hmm. and there's so much strength in it and vulnerability in it and so I just I'm so appreciative yeah. of you guys you know the sacrifice that you've made to be able to even do that um is is amazing and probably far beyond what any of us can see um so
1: or what you yeah. realize we or see. What you realize, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: for sure mm-hmm. you guys have such a sweet marriage and it's that's evident in the way that you teach
0: Your body is the God-given vessel for your soul, mind, heart, and spirit while you're here on this earth. Our bodies must be cared for in order for us to be our best selves. How we're doing physically affects how we show up for those we love. Remember, at Collected, we know that self-care is not selfish. But knowing how to care for our physical bodies in the right way can be challenging. Having the tools, knowledge, and time is crucial. Katie Dixon, owner of Katie Fit in Block Charlotte, is your daily resource for education and inspiration that will help you care for your body. Follow her on Instagram at Katie Katie. That's at K-A-D-I-K-A-T-I-E As a gift to the Collected Podcast listeners, Katie's offering a one-month trial at either of her studios. Follow at Katie Fit and Link Norman. That's at K-A-D-I-F-I-T or at block.clt in Charlotte. That's at B-L-O-C dot C-L-T DM her for details on this special offer.
3: Um. So I have a question. This is a super practical question, and probably because I know you, I know that you have da- a daily routine. You have mm-hmm. things that you do every single day to keep yourself focused and driven and on track. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know you use a specific journal. What journal is that? I use... Um, the, the, what is it? The five,
4: um, it's like five minute, five minute journal. Yeah. yeah. I, I use that, um, the five minute journal. I know that if if I if I don't have time for anything else, you have time to write down like five, these are the five things I'm grateful for. These are the five things that would make my day better. And, and then you go back at the end and you say um, what was good about your day and what you could have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm also a big advocate of like, acknowledgement of, of yourself, of, um, if you have, like we, we constantly, especially as women, we have all of these, these checklists of things that, that we want to do, that we want to check off, check off, check off. And it feels like it gets longer and longer and longer. And, and it probably does, but if you don't, if you don't stop and recognize after you have completed something that you did it, then you're not reinforcing the behavior or, Mm -hmm. or like, um, feeling good about, about all of those things that you're doing instead of just like a, like a mouse in a cage, you know, just constantly yeah. going. So that recognition, um, mm-hmm. just like in fitness, I tell people at the end of a workout, recognize what you did, what you accomplished. But then also, I'm a coach. Like, what could you do better? Right. You know. So the good thing about that journal is it says, you know, how could you have made today better? Um, and sometimes that's like, I could have paused and slowed down, or I could have been more intentional with talking to people I don't know. That's one that yeah. I typically say a lot. So I I do the five-minute journal and and Jesus Calling in the morning.
3: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things to link to in the show notes. Mm -hmm. This is a great one. So what... How do you feel like those, maybe we'll just narrow it down to those two practices. I know that there's much more like the way that you eat and um, your intentionality with your husband and your daughter, Brooklyn, Um, but like, how have those two things in particular kept you grounded in the past year as you've been working to open another studio?
4: Mm -hmm.
3: How has that gone? So those things, A,
4: it makes you you slow down, but it also, it sets the trajectory for your day because I also feel like... If I wake up and then it's all about the the to do list, then um, it might not be. I might not be making the choices that move me forward in a certain direction of where I want to go. So if I have that focus of um, where where I'm headed, then I know while I'm doing those things, and I have to choose between two or, or whatever, that I know what is going through that filter to to push me toward um, toward the places that I, I want to succeed, um, and, and that especially over the past year. Um, if you guys don't already know, we opened another studio that is a is actually a separate business um, called Block, and um, it's in Charlotte. So right now we're we're suburbs or outside the city, but Block is building lifestyle and community, and it's it's in Charlotte. And um, it was a lot more risk um, that I didn't even realize until I was in the middle of it <laughs> um, than the the first space. Um, so opening Katie Fit was centered around me. You know, like that that's the the name is centered around me. And then over time, I wanted it to not be centered around me. I, I, you know, I want I want this to be scalable. Like I would like for it to relate to men. So I, I really want I really want Mike in, in here doing a lot of things. But um, it was very hard to lose that as like the identity of the brand as much and as hard as we tried for that. So yeah. Um, also, in the meantime, I, um, I was going down into Charlotte and starting to connect to people who are other fitness enthusiasts in the area and just realizing um, what collaboration can do. Mm-hmm. And when you put the spotlight on other people, that it doesn't take away from you that it actually creates more abundance. Yes. And Hang on,
3: say that one more time. Yes, <laughs> Let's just it. review so when good. you
4: when you put the spotlight on other people, even if they're your competitors, then it's not taking away from you. It's creating more more abundance. You're able to do more. Some of the whole is greater than its parts, right? Amen. So the basis of the space is um, that it has all of the tools where if you could start your day and end your day um, all in one place, that it's the tools that you need for for your best self. And um, like I said, it's, it's in the city. The, the rent was way higher. Um, the payroll is much higher. Um, all of the equipment and everything that we got, instead of growing from small to big, we just kind of started with everything that we, that we needed. And um, in the meantime, a ton of stuff, just with my, my family and whatnot, is happening in the middle of it. Um, a commute and still having another business. And so the risk was... Was really tough. Um, mm-hmm. Back to kind of the point of the the question is, the the journaling at the beginning of the day, or whether it is listening to podcasts because that's part of the of a daily routine. Um, it keeps it keeps that mindset um, where all of the things that you know that you need for for strength, for for confidence, or perseverance when you're just like, I don't know if this is working. Yeah, you know, is this gonna work? Or I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Um, all of those, those things that, that you've learned while, while you've been developing in yourself, um, you're, you're using them and it may be that you have to dig even deeper than you ever realized before. Sure. Um, it's not easy, but all of those things are are helping you in your day so that, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can press forward. This is, this is a season and, Mm -hmm. and I have to get through this in order for it to be something beautiful and you know, a bigger scale
3: of it. And I think if you're not grounded, then you're not going to have that Mm -hmm. like self-awareness and determination Mm -hmm. and knowing, okay, I'm relying on God to be my strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. it's powerful that, you know, when when we're faithful, like you've been faithful with Katie Fit for such a long time and and there's that there's abundance that's still flowing from that place. But then you your territory has expanded and your faithfulness from Katie fit. I feel like there's just overflow into block Mm -hmm. and that's what, that's what happens when we're, we're faithful with what's right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And there's so much evidence in your life of that. And I think that you can't help but see abundance. And I love what you said about inviting other people into it because Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's how we're supposed to do it. We're better together. For sure. And, um, so I just think block, yeah, if you live in Charlotte, go because mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's beautiful. It's bright. There's so much life there. I have yet to work out there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> at some point. But um, yeah, i just it's really amazing to see. Thank so, you. Yeah.
4: And like you like you said, I mean with the with the people that was a, a major fear mm-hmm. of um because we all we all fear scarcity too, right? So if you're pouring in into something, I was pouring into to Katie fit with all of my energy for eight years. Is that, okay, if I'm starting to take some of that energy away, is that going to suffer? You know, and that was a fear of mine and a fear of other people. Right. Um, and, but then you keep that, that faithfulness and, and, and you you say, I, you know, there's this bigger dream, there's this bigger vision and all of the things that, that have abundantly flowed within, within this one business that we've seen, um, it can, it can go to another space and now mm-hmm. you're affecting a whole other community And it ended up being, like you said, where um, it got it even got stronger because of that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We could probably talk to you all day long, Katie. (laughs) Um, I mean, I just could because we're friends. But beyond that, like we there's so much that connects. Speaking of collaboration between your message and what you say to people and the message of Collected and the way that we talk about caring for the soul Mind, body, heart, and spirit. And um, so Katie often makes an appearance at Collected Workshops. She mm-hmm. um, she came and she taught dance for our middle and high school girls at camp this summer, and it was incredible. So Hands down their favorite part. Forget <laughs> everything we taught them. <laughs> Katie Dixon came, <laughs> and that's all that mattered. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, we did a, a New Year's event at, at Katie Fit this year. And I would love for you to give maybe like – just a quick overview of how people can get themselves ready. It's almost New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. How can they prepare themselves to be be their be, be at their best in
4: 2019? Yeah, yep. I love application, like because because I'm a podcast nerd, and application is incredibly the best the best part. It's like that's the juicy sure. part that I'm like, I want this now, right? So. Um, one of the things, like I said, all of these tools that, that we've learned over the past eight years have, um, have kind of created this entire model. And I recognized that no matter what philosophy that you're given, whether you're going to a boot camp or you're going to a cycle studio or CrossFit, all of those things can be, um, you can find success in, in, a lot, in all of those things. There's necessarily no right or wrong. But it's it's the person behind it. It's the mindset behind it. So it doesn't matter who's your coach or what you know, what whatever you're given. You have to learn about yourself and um, how how am I going to do something that's going to be sustainable? And that can feel as I say that it could feel to a lot of people like, oh, maybe then I need to I need to sit at home and do some reflection and then and, and strengthen in my. Mentality before I can start a program, which which isn't true because it goes hand in hand. So mm, yes. while you're while you're working out, you're recognizing all of all of these things about yourself, about your fears, about your endurance, or um, or even your just commitment to yourself um, to show up. And um, and so the three parts that we've started incorporating into all of our workouts have been intention, acceleration, reflection. Mm-hmm. So in the intention, um, we always say the reason that you showed up is stronger than any excuse you had. So the reason that you showed up is so powerful. It got you there. That's your intention. Um, and and it, you have to put that in your mind, right, as you start whatever you're, you're doing with fitness or maybe this is applicable to nutrition or, or even a project, right? So what is, your, what is your intention? Um, think about that. And then as you're moving through whatever workout you're doing, whatever fitness you're doing, you're, um, you're pulling from that as your motivation, but you're also finding that you're um, recognizing the things about yourself that like, how, how can I progress from here as I'm doing this mentally? Because you're not going to do anything physically until you do it mentally, mm-hmm. until you get yourself there in your mind and, um, and you commit to it. And at the end of the workout is reflection. So, like I said, you have to take that recognition of what you did and reinforce your behavior, and then also think about how can I get better the next time I do this. Um, I think that if we if we start sticking to a program and we are someone who's super committed to it, but we don't feel like we're evolving and we're we're changing and we we get frustrated, then it's having real honest conversations with yourself of, um, well, I'm getting into a rut because I always tell myself this lie. I mm-hmm. always tell myself I'm not someone who can jump that high, or I'm not someone who, um, is an athlete or is coordinated. Um, so it's just, it's just really reflect, reflecting and finding those things about yourself to, um, to sustain any mm-hmm. sort of, fit, of fitness regimen or any regimen in your life. And once all of those mental habits are strengthened, you keep practicing them over and over whenever you're in whatever workout that you are in and then apply it to your life. That's the so practice good. field for the playing field and of
3: life. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I've had so many significant rev- revelations during workouts because yeah. of that process. Yeah. Like if you read my blog, a lot of those thoughts came to me during my workouts, mm-hmm. which is, it's, it's crazy to think that mm-hmm. like God is speaking to me in the midst of punching and, yep. mm-hmm. which I love, That's Exactly, <laughs> what I love primal say. fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. So Katie, real quick, as we wrap up, what do you have to offer people in the new year? If they're looking for a new fitness regimen, if they're looking to be their best selves in 2019, what's happening at Katie fit and what's happening at block?
1: Yeah. So
3: we have, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: We have, um, new member specials and the, the trial is, um, it's $50 at block or $30 at Katie fit. And you get a month of all the classes, um, that you want during that month. And I, and I tell people like, just say, I'm um, you know, I'm committing to this, to this one month and use, use those, um, mental habits to, to say like, how can I progress and, um, and see a shift too, yeah. um, within both of those spaces and the four walls are, a lot of of resources of people who um who know within their certain area of whether whether it's someone who works with moms who knows a lot about prenatal postnatal or someone who uh, has a lot of education in, in nutrition there's there's those specialists there too that you can tap into if you need to. Uh, if you have specific questions about about those things also. That's so wow. so
3: good. That's awesome. We will definitely be linking to all of these things in the show notes. Um, there's a lot more that we haven't said about Katie, so we'll definitely make sure that you guys are aware of that. And um, Katie, thank you so much yes. for being here. Mm-hmm. Thanks for giving us your Absolutely. time. Absolutely. I was looking okay. forward to this so much.
2: That was incredible. And I'm always blown away by Katie um, and just the, her holistic approach to life. Um, but, you know, nobody's perfect, but Katie is somebody that I'm, I'm always encouraged by and challenged by to look at life from every angle, mm-hmm. um, not just the physical, the spiritual, but everything altogether. She's mm-hmm. a true
1: collected woman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What stood out to me the most was when she was talking about how in the pursuit of dance, which she thought was her great passion in life, she discovered something. I don't want to say greater because if her passion was dance, if that was the ultimate passion, that would be great too. But for her personally, she discovered something beyond what she ever expected and that it was this voice and platform for inspiring men and women Mm -hmm. beyond just fitness yeah um building life on community like she ended up naming her second studio yeah and the risk she had to take to continue to move forward in deepening that passion because she could have just stayed with katie fit and been comfortable there and have that great community and it would have been good but she wanted to step out and keep pushing herself and i think that's such a powerful message for all of us like that hit me Mm -hmm. to continue to seek the lord for what is next and even in a season of like sweet blessings when something feels comfortable to enjoy that and relish that and also be open to god taking me out of that to continue to grow me and to expand our capacities yeah um so i was just really inspired by katie yeah me too
3: and katie has like i said in the interview has been a big part um of some of our workshops in the past and so um we we think a lot alike in a lot of ways and um if you enjoyed the content that you heard today we know that you will love having a collected workshop in your community so please Mm -hmm. reach out to us hello at collectedworkshops.com if you're interested in bringing the three of us to come and facilitate a workshop for your community we hope you guys have an incredible new year happy 2019 in just a few days yeah
1: next time you hear our voices it'll be 2019 (laughs) that's true (laughs) so happy new years guys thanks for listening
0: Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would spread the word. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. You can also find Tia at Tia McNally Notes and Jess at Spreza Foundry. Check back for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday.